friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ear and listen to OU Radio. live every Tuesday night from 6 to 9 p.m. or catch it after on demand at KUradio.org. And it hurts so good. Listeners, welcome to All You Radio on KU Internet Radio. Hello. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? It's been a whirlwind, I'll tell you what. (laughs) There's so much drama involved with uh, in the radio podcasting world. I I never knew that. I never knew either. I was shocked. It's because we're laid back. Yes. (laughs) I want to give a big thank you to Glenn Mills on coming in here on Tuesday and, and when I was editing the show and listening, boy, did he give us a tremendous education on news and journalism and broadcasting. So thank you, Mr. Mills. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> he dodged a couple of questions, but I think that's fair for him, right? I won't hold him too accountable. No, but I'd love to have him on again sometime. Yeah. Or just more journalists. Like, I think journalists have so much to say and so much insight, so... We're going to start reaching out to more journalists. How about that? How about that? How about that? I'd love to get Marcus Ortiz in here. Do you know Marcus Ortiz? <laughs> oh, he's been in the Salt Lake Beat on local news for like 20 years. He's, he's like this skinny, like six-foot Latino man, big glasses. He's got the peasant mustache, you know, <laughs> and he's just amazing. And he, he does the greatest stories in the world. Like he... It almost is like he doesn't even... I know he writes meticulously well, but he comes off so natural that it's like he never wrote anything down. <laughs> it's just great. <laughs> well, that's right. He did this... Uh, last year, he did this pedophile story at, like, Liberty Park where he was just, like, walking up to random kids and talking to them. And, like, then the moms would, like, come after him and, like, who are you? What are you doing? And Who are you? <laughs> it was just so funny and good. Not, the topic was very serious and yeah. very important to get out there, but just... So funny. Yeah. Just, and it not meant to be, but... <laughs> How are you? Good. You surviving allergies? No. Why? You hear me sniffling? Yes. I'm just dying. I don't like that, Becca. I'm fine inside, but the second I have to step outside, I've got about a 10-minute time bomb, and then I start sneezing, (laughs) and then I start crying on accident. My eyes get really itchy, but it keeps switching from one eye to the next, so it keeps just looking like I have pink eye instead of allergies, and it's like, no, I I swear, earlier this morning, the left one was redder, and they're like, no, that's pink eye. Is (laughs) Mitch taking care of you? The best care. I like that. Uh, there's really nothing you can do for these allergies. No. Honey. <laughs> Except for be like, 
wash your eyes again, and then I go and do it. <laughs> Tommy had to put eye drops in, so. Oh, you've never put eye drops in? Well, like, as a kid, I remember my mom doing eye drops a couple times, and I remember hating it. Uh-huh. And I can put contacts in and whatnot, but I've never been someone who uses eye drops. Like, I don't think I've ever bought eye drops. I don't think I've ever owned them in my house. I just never have them. And so I probably haven't used them since I was 12. Um, and he had some because my one eye, it seriously looked like I had pink eye, like so red in my right eye, just the whole entire thing. <laughs> so he was like, you have to do it. And I was like, okay, I got, I got to do it. And so my method is to like, look in the mirror and tilt my head back and like, think I'm aiming right. So then he was like, there's, you got to aim for the inner eye. And you gotta, I don't know, I still hate it And I'm really bad at it And most of the time I hit my cheek for about five drops Before I get one into my eyeball Oh boy It's bad <laughs> It's scary, isn't it? I hate it, I still hate it Like I can touch my eyeball, no problem But those things, and you're looking up right at it I couldn't The thing that makes me most angry with uh, doctors That work, you know, on eyes, opt- optetricians Is yeah. when I was a kid I could always get out of you know taking they put some type of liquid in your eye that dilates your pupils and so as a kid you could easily like no i'm not going to do that but now as an adult like they make you to do it and they make you look so bad if like you don't do it it's like that weird yellow fluid yeah i hated that and then like the weirdest thing is and then they send you on your way in a car I know, and they don't even hardly give you sunglasses anymore. Like, when you're a kid, they give you those roll-out sunglasses, and they're like, you don't have to go to school. You're like, what? It's because I see too much light? Okay. So we have a fantastic guest coming in here very shortly. Abigail Harrison. You can find her comedy, her schedule, at abbyharrisoncomedy.com. Should we read a little bio on her? You can read a bio if you want. The one that yeah, oh, you should. And then we'll play a quick... While we pull that up, why don't we play this uh, little bit here. Yeah. It's in, you can go to rooftopcomedy.com, and this is called Plant Sex. You know who has freaky sex? Plants. Because pollen is like the equivalent of plant semen. They always have to have a third party to get it all away. <laughs> To the lady part. <laughs> Birds, bees, your pant leg, like they don't care. <laughs> the sex maniacs. Remember when you were a kid and you used to blow the fluff off of dandelions? <laughs> <laughs> they have no boundaries. <laughs> And she, the, the funny thing about her is uh, you can't see her on stage, but she's completely bug-eyed or her eyes are completely wide open. So, And, and she's got a very pretty smile, and she's just girly and pretty and all that yeah. stuff. But she's like, her gimmick is like having huge like eyeballs like a crazy person. <laughs> she's got great uh, stage presence, as they would say. So I'm very happy to have her in. We've never had her in. For those who... You who don't listen regularly or are new to us, we thank you. But she called me homeless when she was doing a set. So that was my attraction to her. It's like she pegged me so right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, Abby Harrison is an award-winning comedian from Indiana. 
winner of the Salt Lake Comedy Festival and the Five Monkeys Comedy Competition, Abby has earned a reputation as one of the most clever and creative rising comedic voices today. Combining sharp wit, absurd surrealism, and disarming charm, Abby connects with audiences by using her dry and unexpected observations as a gentle challenge to think a little differently. A regular at the Wise Guys Comedy Clubs in Salt Lake City and Ogden, she has also been featured in the Rocky Mountain Laugh-Off and on Indie.com. Abby currently resides in Salt Lake City, Utah with her husband, her baby Israel, and her dog Palestine. Surprisingly, they all get along. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> She's fighting the good fight. That's funny. Well, so, well, I wonder if she ever gets complaints about naming a human Israel and a dog Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> She's a BYU grad. I assume she graduated. I didn't know that funny people came from BYU. Me either. I'm shocked. I know. <laughs> didn't that Piper guy? Oh, yeah, him too. Yeah. The I heck? I think they actually have a comedy club at BYU, too. So we'll ask her about that. Should we take a road trip and see how good it is? Or can you even walk in there like, I don't think with I that can hair? My beard and my hair? The hair on your face. <laughs> the hair on my face. I'm pretty sure you can go. I'm almost getting shoulder length hair too. Like I need a haircut. <laughs> How much do you pay for a haircut? Oh jeez. You wanna talk about this? I'm curious. Alright. Usually just a haircut? Yes. Usually forty five. The last haircut I got was so the guy charged forty five for the haircut, so then with tip I spent like fifty five. Or 60. Hmm. That's expensive. It's a hefty price. And you don't dye your hair. So they just cut off the... Sometimes I get like a conditioning treatment while I'm there. Because my hair dries out pretty quick. Do you have a man or a woman uh, wash your hair? Uh, It changes. Mm -hmm. I don't... for For the last about a year, I haven't had like a one hairdresser like I have in the past. So it's always just kind of whoever. I just go to the same salon now. But whoever's available does it. Do you get kinky or frizzy hair, or are you just straight-haired? Uh, it's always pretty frizzy and curly. Mm-hmm. This is after, like, if I sh- if I brush it and wear it for a day or two after the shower, it doesn't look as curly. But if it just, like, dried out of the shower, it's pretty curly. But not consistent enough all over to look like a hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> I found... I found a gem of a hairstylist. I randomly made an appointment at a hair salon and I went in and there was the nicest. I'm just going to describe him. He was about five, five mm-hmm. and super white and bald, like totally bald. And I think he was like in his late thirties, early forties and super duper, uh, super duper, super <laughs> fabulous and awesome. And he, like, did an awesome job with my hair. And I was like, wow, how did you do that? And I guess he lived in Georgia for about five years doing hair down there. Okay. And he was so good with curly, frizzy, (laughs) big hair. It was awesome. I'm so happy I'm not bald. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like, a lot of my friends are starting to go bald now, and it's like... Ha, ha, ha. I think it's so weird how your hair just falls out. Isn't it creepy? Like, you just get older. Like, what are you doing wrong? Like, But then it continues to grow when you die, too. <laughs> it makes no sense. I know. 
I bet my hair will never stop growing, and uh, someone will uncover my coffin someday, and it'll be full <laughs> of like Rapunzel hair <laughs> on like a skeleton. Would, would it goes to the middle of your back, roughly? Yeah. Would if I let it get long, it gets to about my pant line. Have you had a hip line before? Yeah. But but never like, it never looks that long because I always have it tapered and layered. But the longest point has been that long. Does it take a bottle of shampoo, a, <laughs> a hair wash? Yeah. <laughs> I go through so much shampoo and conditioner. How do you dry it? You don't. <laughs> I can't blow dry it because it'll get too big. Are you one of those cute girls that like wraps a towel around her hair? <laughs> just like so I wrap cool. a towel and I run around with that for about an hour. And then once the towel is soaked up about all it's going to soak up. I take it down, I brush it, and I put whatever, some leave-in conditioner, whatever I'm going to do with it. And then I hope it dries. Um, if I go, if I take a shower and go to bed at 11 p.m. and I leave my hair down, no matter what, if I wake up between 8 and 11, there will be the middle section of my hair where my head has been laying is completely wet. It's like, it's wet. I, it's, I can't like even a puddle. Yeah. Like, it's still wet. My hair's still wet 12 hours later. Like, it's damp in there. But <laughs> if I leave it up, if I were to put it in a bun and go to bed, it would stay completely wet till the next Have day. Have you ever shaved your head before? No. Because you got the face for it. I want to. I think I stopped wearing makeup. You've never needed makeup, ma'am. Well, but see. Makeup's really bad for you. I know. I okay. It kind of stemmed from Mitch, but then I because he doesn't wear makeup. Yeah. Good for you, sir. <laughs> he well, he was like, just don't wear makeup this weekend, and I was like, uh, okay. But then this has been a really bad time to not wear makeup because my eyes have been puffy and red, oh, which yawn. is like, <laughs> you know. But then I got like he, he was said some things, and I got thinking, and I was like, makeup is weird. Girls get up every morning and have to spend time looking not like themselves. I was like a hefty amount of time. Yeah. I was watching this uh, Anderson Cooper report must have been six or seven years ago. And, you know, he's been putting makeup on every day since he's been a professional broadcaster. Yeah. And so they took blood from him and analyzed it and the amount of makeup and that's chemicals and chemicals that come from makeup that were in his blood was stunning, like almost at a toxic level. And I think he's drastically cut down on his makeup. I know girls that wear so much makeup. I'm surprised they aren't dead. What do you mean? That's like some girls put so much. You need to spend. Okay. Tonight. Women are, hold on. Women are tough because they wear push-up bras. They'll wear leggings or stockings. And then they got the whole makeup thing. Some, like, I, I once was with a girl that had fake uh, eyelashes, and she took yeah. took them off to go to bed. And you're and like... I was like, in my head, don't do that. Don't. That's creepy. Like, uh, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Like... Be yourself. I was really thinking about it. I was like, someday in the not-too-distant future, I hope I have kids. In the next, what, four years? Okay. I'd be cool with that. And I was like, I feel like it would be weird if my kids grew up, especially girls... Watching me put makeup on every day. And then like every picture of every important event, I was looked like, just looked like not even myself. I was like, I don't want all my wedding pictures to be me with like caked makeup mm. and my kids be like, who is that? <laughs> you know? I've been lucky to have a couple of great girlfriends in my life. 
And the thing that bothers me the most about having a girlfriend is having to wait for them to do their hair, makeup, and outfit. I bet I've had boyfriends be like, seriously? Because my hair takes a long time. (laughs) Honestly, if I were to get out of the shower and start from there to get ready, like get ready, let's say for graduation, and I was going to start with wet hair and go, it would probably take 30 minutes to blow dry, 45 minutes to either straighten or curl it, maybe even longer, then you've got like all the lotion that takes about 10 minutes. Then you've got to pick an outfit, do the outfit thing and then makeup. I, and I, I'm not someone that wears that much and it's pretty quick for me, but I know girls whose makeup routines, like just a regular old normal face takes upwards of 20, 25 minutes. And that's not even including shaving time. Oh my heavens. That's not even including the shower. Like <laughs> all that that goes on. And I'm not even talking about people who really, who do the fake lashes who do like contouring on their face. Have you looked? Okay. Everyone and Sasha. Yes. Tonight. It's a little creepy, but you're going to do it. We like creepy here. Go on YouTube. Okay. And type in, or or even just go on Google first and look up best YouTube makeup bloggers. Oh, no. Look up one of their videos. There, I'll show you one over a break. There are videos where they're like, I'm just going to show you my foundation routine. This doesn't include the eye makeup or the lips or the brows or anything. They're just talking, covering up their skin. And the video is like 20 minutes long of just like layer after layer after layer on their faces. It's insanity. For what purpose? Just to look hot. Well, that does have a point. But then you see them before they're like, Okay, so they are, are all made up. And they're like, this is what I'm going to show you. And then it cuts to them starting. And you're like, who is that? It's not even the same person. But then after you do all this, like, and then you go out and have a fun night, whether you go clubbing yeah. or you go to a party or dinner. But then you can't just go to bed because you'll get, you do, you'll ruin your sheets. everywhere. And you'll ruin your sheets. Yeah. You'll clog your pores. You'll ruin your sheets. So how long does it take to Wash undo makeup? Yeah. So because I don't wear that much and I don't wear like the heavy duty stuff that's supposed to like last for all life. It takes me all I have to do is just wash my face with warm water and maybe a face wash. And it only takes me about five or ten minutes. Hmm. But I know girls who have to do the whole process with the eyelashes and then they have to do like an eye makeup remover and another makeup wipe and then a face wash. And that's like a 20 minute face wash routine before you go to bed. Is it something that women enjoy doing i know young girls love to do makeup and nails well see i was thinking about it because i like to put on my makeup but i was like why do i like to put on my makeup because it sucks like it's such a process and i was thinking about it and i was like i just like because afterward i'm like yeah i look so good like i feel confident i feel cute all of a sudden i don't feel as insecure about i don't know my weight or my hair looks better whatever the reason and it's all bullshit. <laughs> like, if I could just, like, feel good and skip that part, I would. I don't like makeup that much. So I decided I'm starting it. Two more questions here about makeup. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'll take all your questions. Please call. Is it appropriate to give a girl you're dating or even a newly girlfriend makeup as a gift? No. Why? I feel like no. Too personal? I just feel like it's... it. I, well, maybe some girls might like it. And probably the better option would be like a really nice Sephora gift card so they could get. A what gift card? Sephora. Sephora. It's like a makeup store. There's one at City Creek. Okay. 
like then you could, you know, get nail polish or perfume or makeup, whatever they choose. But I feel like giving makeup to your significant other. Is there a subliminal hint yeah. that would they would think that it's you like think they're ugly? It's like enforcing the idea that makeup is something that's worth purchasing and spending time <laughs> on. And that to me, like I've never thought about it until before. But if like if if Mitch was like all about like, take your time, put your makeup on. I love it. I'd be like kind of offended probably is that the same with buying panties and laundry too is because i know i know like men say oh yeah could take them to victoria's secret but is that something women appreciate i feel like yeah because you have to wear it either way and it's kind of expensive you don't have to wear them either way ladies (laughs) (laughs) i say that's an okay gift makeup is a little weirder especially because it's hard well how would boys you know what makeup are you going to get? Well, see, the reason why I ask is because I imagine that women spend a lot of money on makeup yeah. and lotions, you know. My sister and I have spent our fair share together. That's like, it's funny because I was thinking about it. It's like one of our hobbies almost. When I come home, we do our makeup shopping together because my mom Aww. doesn't wear a lot of makeup. Yes. She never has, which is why. she's a civilized woman. <laughs> yeah. She never, I mean, she wears a little now, but she doesn't i mean by normal standards she wears almost nothing and so my sister hates to go by herself because she's like oh well no one's here to be like that's cute that's not let's get this and play or whatever so that's like what we do she's 20 20, i thought she was still 19 for a second (laughs) but that's like what we do is like go to the store get some new makeup then talk about it and i was like makeup is so weird girls should not wear makeup so what is what is uh, your monthly budget for makeup, let's say? I don't know if you do budgets and stuff, but um, what do you spend? I don't really budget in makeup. And I'm not, I mean, it's not like I don't wear any. But I wear so little relatively that I kind of don't go through that much. But well, let's say my sister. Because she, she wears a good amount and likes to like go get new makeup a lot. Because she gets sick of old stuff. I would venture to guess that a normal girl on this campus who wears makeup every day, Uh if they just get, like, makeup at the drugstore, they're probably going to spend 100 a month. And if they get high-end makeup, like, just one step of makeup, the concealer, the foundation, high-end makeups like that are going to be 40 or $50 a pop for a bottle about this big, and you're gone in, like, a month. If you wear a lot, you're gone in, like, 40 to $50? Sometimes more. There are eyeshadow palettes, like just the eyeshadow colors and just the palette is like $70. That's stunning. It's insanity. <laughs> I've never been able to go that far. And then no, that's not even counting the if shoes. If you wear high-end makeup, you're probably spending $300 every month or two. So you, you don't want to go to... You don't want to go to like Target or something like that and buy makeup. Well, right? you can because I, I mean, a lot of like the drugstore brands like CoverGirl or Maybelline or whatever, they're all good and great. But then if you like, it's just, it becomes like an addiction. Like you start seeing people on blogs who have this incredible makeup. It's like art and you're using like little kid watercolors and you're trying to get this like masterpiece look and inevitably you're going to have to go and find like a higher end $50 concealer to get what you're looking for. What's a concealer? Oh jeez. All this language you're bringing on it. It's like It's almost like you're people, swearing. like people 
These girls on YouTube who do these videos will put concealer on first to cover up any blemishes. Mm -hmm. And then they'll... Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I missed a step. A primer. You put a primer on. Sounds like I'm painting a car. It is like (laughs) that. You know what? Everyone go look up a video. And I'm going to (laughs) show Sasha one the next time we break because it's bad. (laughs) You'll crack up. You're going to mind blown. I'll find one in the break Mm -hmm. and then I'll recommend one on air. What is the stance in of in feminine theory about all this makeup and because it almost sounds exploitative to the female soul. Well, all the feminists like bloggers and authors and everyone I've kind of ever read is basically their stance on makeup is if it makes you feel better and you like it, wear it. No one should tell you that it's bad or that you have to or anything kind of like just do what you want. But the thing is, it's not like that. It's not. People don't look at makeup as like a do what you want because in the real world, people expect you to wear makeup. Like if I were to walk in to any of like the young hip clubs downtown this weekend in a full outfit and no makeup on, I can guarantee girls would say something and I would get less attention from the guys, which is kind of one of the reasons why I'm like down with this. I think guys think all women are hot. At really? least I do. Like, I don't understand men that say... So then say, it's girls. I don't understand how men say, oh, she's ugly. Like, I've never seen an ugly woman in my life. I've seen some women that could really improve the quality and healthfulness of their life. Yeah. Which might improve some of their looks. But it's hard for me as a, as a you know, a, a man seeing women as ugly like I, I, I see plenty of disgusting men but women are gorgeous i just think it's i feel like it's the same thing with like being obsessed with photoshopping models on magazines you have like not just that but the makeup aspect like people think they need to look like to have so much makeup on that they have like a cheekbone shadow and like they need to put highlighter so that it's like in, it's just insane There's actually some weird stuff about uh, Glamour magazine specifically and uh, conspiracies. And one of the leading theories is that if you look at any women's magazine, you'll often see the cover model with missing the top part of their head. Have you noticed that? Yeah. So the, the, the photos are super tight, mostly on their eyes, nose, and face. Yeah. But their heads are missing Uh and they say that the reason why that is is to take the humanism out of a woman and make her just a sex object we'll see and that subliminally when you don't see the top of a woman's head it devalues her caricature you know you remember way back when there was a kind of crazy lady who bought all those shirts like in provo or something from that pack oh that was up north yeah up north yeah. Okay. You remember that? Yeah. And like, obviously, I think she's a little crazy and her methods were maybe not the best. But I was just barely this week reading someone talking about that. And it showed the shirt that she was really offended by. And I don't think that lady's so crazy because I don't think it was like a Mormon thing. It was like a feminine, like a humanist thing. The picture that Paxson was selling to Adelaide threat has been detected. Ooh. <laughs> sorry people got it my computer just had a threat i know i'm scared <laughs> i'm sorry um no the shirt that she was so offended by was a shirt that showed a girl bending over towards the camera mm-hmm. right so just her legs i'm pretty sure she's like just in underwear 
So, cute. so her boobs are obviously hanging out, but then her face is cut out, missing. Yes. And then there's a, a, a big old sticker of block of text on top of her that says visual. And so it's just a chick with no face, but boobs and legs. So I'm looking at her photos now and half her face is missing because of her hair is covering. Let's see. I guess it would be the left side of her face. So just it's like a, it almost looks like a yin and yang. And she's in a bra. Hold on. There's another one, too. But keep going. Yeah, on that But the one. bottom of the bra is kind of the color of her skin. So it almost looks like you see her the bottom of her breast. Right. Uh-huh. And she spent six hundred dollars and bought them all. She's uh, her name is Cox, uh, the late mother that bought them. Cox said she was concerned about the promotion and the pornographic materials that she had contracted two national oh, organizations. this one. Let me see. That was one of them. It's a girl bent over backwards and her whole butt's out and there's no head and underneath it just says visual. She's got great knee socks though. Yeah, she does. I'm a big fan of knee socks. <laughs> no, but I agree with you. I. It's like a total... It's not a good high school look for girls. No, and it's like these are women. Like, is that for guys or is that for girls? It's for men. These were guys like like high school boys shirts with women being totally, totally hypersexualized and objectified, like right on a shirt. Yeah, they look. Yeah, here's another one. They look like uh, like mannequins almost. Yeah. Like they depict these girls as like not human. And, and, and the whole tagline is visual. Like, just look like this is what they're here for. Look at her butt. You know what I mean? I used to have a buddy that would wear quite extreme shirts to like the grocery store. Like I remember he had one that had a coat hanger on it and at the hook at the top, like where you'd put on a closet, it, there'd be blood at the end. And then the caption was mommy tried. So <gasps> it's an abortion t-shirt. And this kid would wear it in stores and he used to have one with a f- picture of Jesus Christ with a nun bent over around his mid-region and it'd say Jesus effing Christ. And the looks he would get, especially in Utah, were stunned and it didn't bother him at all. But to me, it was like, well, I'm identifying with this guy. Like, Well, that's the thing <laughs> is like, I was thinking about it because I kind of like, I didn't say the nicest words about this or a mom. Like, I mean, it sounded crazy and everyone paid like obviously she was talking about she didn't focus on like the objectifying of women. She was just about pornographic material and modesty and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But on like a feminist standpoint, like those shirts, I would never date someone who dressed like that and who like glorified brands that do that for a living, like that just show girls boobs on shirts and like that's it so women most women in america shave their legs their arms their armpits why have women gone to that angle because i I don't know how hairy women get because i've never really seen hairy women but it seems that it would mess with their pheromones and their ability to attract healthy uh men for breeding i don't see and i've been kind of lucky in my life because i shave all like awkward like my legs and whatnot yeah but i'm also half asian and so i never like it's not something i have to do every day honestly it's only something i have to do like once a week sometimes once every two weeks depending so so if you're in a locker room and you see a 
a girl with hairy armpits, do you get disgusted? No. Okay. I would never. I feel like, and I was reading this really long, less of like a buzz article and more of like a study um, about women, like the expectations for women as it follows the world of pornography over the last couple of years. And uh, is our guest here? Yeah. Oh, yay. Anyway, it was just saying, like, when a lot of hair was more acceptable, people didn't, like, worry as much about it. And as pornography has started to show, like, a totally hairless, totally perfect woman, that's kind of become the standard for people. Hmm. So, Well, let's go to break. Let's play commercials. When we get back, we'll have the very talented, the beautiful Abigail Harrison. So thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, Support KU Internet Radio. By liking their Facebook, follow them on Twitter. You can do the same with us if you're so nice to us at OU Radio. And we will be right back. So thank you. Me, me, me. You are listening to KU Internet Radio for students by students at the University of Utah. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Radio or on Twitter at K underscore UTE for anything and everything going on at the U. Well, I finally improved my credit score. What? The band is about to be discovered. Rock gods don't need to worry about credit scores. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, make ridiculous on-tour requests, tragically break up and blame creative differences. Yeah, I'm not banking my retirement on a band that's never left your garage. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs, the Utah Society of CPAs, and the Ad Council. KU Radio wants to send you and a friend to the latest movies before they hit theaters. All summer long, we'll be giving away passes to private screenings. For a chance to win, all you have to do is listen to your favorite show. It's a summer at the movies brought to you by KU Internet Radio. Radio for students, by students. Hi, it's Roxy Bernstein. You can catch me on ESPN, Pac-12 Networks. So I'm working with the Swing in Oakland A's. You've got it dialed into Old Ute Radio. Back to the show. Hit it. Welcome back to Old Ute Radio and KU Internet Radio. Hey, Sasha. Hello. Hello, Abby Harrison. Hey, guys. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you, and I've been talking about you for months on girl. this station. Oh, good. <laughs> and I never have another girl in the studio, like, ever. It's been since the first week of April. Yeah. So you, just... you were here at the U, I don't know, over the wintertime, and you were doing stand-up, and I was watching, you know, seeing who I wanted to get on the show, and you called me homeless. You called me out. <laughs> oh, she's like, this is why they invited me. I'm roast. Yeah, I did call you out. So has my homelessness improved a little bit? Just a Yeah, it, it looks better when you're you're speaking into a mic. It's like less. You're like, well, you, you must not be homeless because <laughs> well, you can hello. live here. <laughs> I thought it was fun. Um, you you seem like you do a lot of mic work with the crowd. Uh. Or just with me. Just, yeah. I just caught you, huh? 
I, I really don't. Um, it was just a that was a bad show because it was uh, it was like a set list show. Yeah. And uh, that was the first time I ever did like a set list. It's like basically improv. Yeah, it was like, awkward. It was, it was super awkward. Every, all the comedians were really awkward. There's themed shows. I don't, do they work for you? Like when you get the guy, because at the U, for people who haven't been, it's 99% comics or people, not, a comic is a loose word. You probably have five <laughs> or six <laughs> comics and then people who want to be comedians. Yeah. Okay. So... A lot of the people there were comedians, but like set lists, your jokes are always going to be better when you write them. (laughs) 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 When it's not like somebody's like, make a joke about this, go. Uh, So, yeah, it was pretty awkward. (laughs) Yeah, it's a pretty pretty awkward show. Guys, write your jokes. Do we call you a comedian or a comedian? What is the preferred name for you? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> Depends on. But the proper term is comedian, right? When you're referring to a female who does comedy. Yeah, but do we still do that now that they got rid of like actresses? Yeah. Everyone's an actor now, cause like. But isn't that blatantly sexist? I don't know. We. Yeah, right. You well can't. Like, we don't have. But when did like if we just decide actors not masculine? You can't call Angelina Jolie an actor. She's an actress, right? She's an actor. But everyone, now we're done with actress. Did you know that? Now we say police person. Yeah. <laughs> yes, giggle completely politically Fire correct. people. <laughs> fire people? That sounds so cool. Like, I'm a fire person. <laughs> that makes you sound like you're like a breather. That's sweet. Yeah. I like that. It's like makes it, you're like a, you have superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> fire Becca. I enjoy your comedy. I've seen you several times around town. Sweet, thank you. How'd you get into comedy? (laughs) I don't know. I was always like a funny kid, and then somebody was like, you should do stand-up, and then I did. How was the first time? The very first time, I did not know what stand-up comedy was, and I, like, wrote jokes down, and then I, like, read them. (laughs) You were like, here's one. Knock, knock. (laughs) No. (laughs) They were, like, they were actually, like, I still tell some of those jokes. One. Some. I don't know. Anyways, they were okay, uh, but the <laughs> it was that like freshman uh, orientation at a talent show at BYU, and there were like three kids in the back that were like dying laughing, and no one else, and so it, it felt like they were just like l- like laughing at me, like it was like terrible. It was a terrible experience. Um, so it was bad. You hated it. Uh, but, well, I was like, F these guys. I'm funny. <laughs> this is I'll good. I you. laughed. I'm going to show you. And then uh, killed it ever since. Am I right, guys? <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at the plant sex thing. I laughed pretty. That was good. So on, if you go to rooftop.com, <laughs> have you ever been oh, on that website? Okay, yeah. 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 One of your bits is uh, plant sex. That's how they labeled it. Oh, okay. And you got the whole blowing of the dandelion in the whole that thing. That got me yeah. good. That <laughs> ending was good. <laughs> it was the silence that got me. Yeah. I do a lot a lot of silence. And then, see, that's really... See, but I'm a sucker for timing. She's really good on... Yeah. St- you have good stage presence. Girl. And you use your facial expressions mm. and your eyes you very well. You have good sta- stage presence. Okay. <laughs> that's, like, my favorite kind of comedy. Oh, good. I've learned this. 
because I didn't know I even liked that much comedy. <laughs> they like tested me. They played a bunch of like famous, famous comics, and I was like, eh, no, don't know that one. We're training her. Up I got here. grilled yeah. and humiliated. <laughs> Not humiliated. It was pretty bad. Who did I? I didn't even know Kevin Hart, and I, I was like, I should know. No, it that. was Chris Rock. No, yeah. <laughs> we did Chris Rock. No, no, we did George Carlin. We did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the who's who of there comedy. There was one more though. One big one that I missed. It wasn't Bill Cosby. Did we didn't no, do Bill Cosby? I would know Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Was it? Uh, I don't know. I don't. It remember. was bad. <laughs> Is it Sarah Silverman that's responsible for the rise of female comedy? Because it, it seemed for a long time. <laughs> No, I, I know that, but she was really, she got the big, you know, we had Joan Rivers for a long time, and she's still the queen of comedy, right? <laughs> but it seems like nationally there's been a big rise in female comedians, and I'm trying to figure out who started who it, who got them the ball rolling. I have no idea. You have no I idea? Have <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Do I, d- I just found out who George Carlin was when you were talking earlier. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, I uh, probably just women being funnier. funnier. So I like it. Uh, I don't know why you think there's like more. It's probably just like the cameras started picking women up. <laughs> I, I, sorry, I like messed something up. Can you, Can you hear? No, I got it now. Yours uh, <laughs> uh, might be the touchy headphones where like they just pop in and out. I think there were women doing comedy before, but they weren't pointing the cameras at them. Is what I was trying to say. And I've noticed too with actors. I mean, actresses, yeah. actors, <laughs> female women in acting. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, like it's more. It's like becoming way more popular to try and not be like supermodel actress and to be like quirky and fun and normal. Yeah. Have you noticed like Jennifer Lawrence and like even Emma Watson and that one girl that was on that. What is her stupid name? One girl. <laughs> um, that one girl that was on that musical kind of movie everyone cried about for like six months. Pitch Perfect or something? Mm. That uh, girl? Yeah. Kendrick or something. Oh, Last name Anna. Kendrick for Anna. Anna Kendrick. Mm. Like, she's funny. She does, like, decent do you, interviews. Do you like how I'm like, ah, Anna. <laughs> You're like, my girl. <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? Yeah. It's, like, like, become normal to be funny. Well, <laughs> before <laughs> girls had to be, like, poised and, like, I'm so hot. I never eat food, you know? I don't know. Um, I know. I think part of it is, like, the anti-bullying thing. Like, nerds are cool. Like, we're on this individualism kick. And so it's more, like, free expression. And, like, I think before it kind of was, like, a gender role almost. Like, men are they're, funny. They're funny. And they joke around. And women are kind of like, let's gossip about the lawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I wasn't born that long ago, but <laughs> <laughs> gossip about the lawn. You know, like, mm. whose lawn isn't kept up? Then they write, like, fake homeowners association letters. Isn't that how it went? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, never heard of those. I'm but just making that up. Is there a <laughs> I'm intrigued. Is there a glass ceiling with female comedians? In terms of pay not being the same as mm. men? Do you, do you face sexism from club owners or from other comics? feel like if comics were getting paid there would maybe would be a glass ceiling but we'll never know uh-huh. um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
no, I think actually, like Jay and I were talking about this. Like, I mean, yeah, there are there are things I can't get away with as much. Like, I think people feel like when I do things that are like less, like not even dirty, but just like more risque, like plant sex. It's not like obscene. It's not even I'm not obscene. Like, yeah, it's but like a, a twist, but because it's about sex and it like refer, it's sort of in a general way references like you could if you like uh, had small children and spent a lot of time at home could like get offended at it. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. But like I think because I'm a woman, like people are let like more strict about like like they want you to be they have something in their head about like. You being what polite they want. and class. Yes. Yeah. Does At it, least around here. Does it? Um, I wonder if it, there's a correlation between the, the perceived beauty of a woman and a woman who's not so beautiful from a from a societal point of view. Because you get like the Lisa Lampanellis or the Roseanne Bars who are bigger women but f- completely filthy. You know, on up to the Jim Norton level. People. <laughs> there. Are, <laughs> wait. There are filthy skinny women too. Hmm. Is that what you're saying? Like cool. You can only be a dirty comic. No, well, no, that's what I'm asking. No, that's what I'm asking. That's what I'm it's asking. Like people are okay with them. <laughs> it's an important Telling question. the jokes if they you're, do. If you're unattractive, then you, you, you get a pass. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Uh, I guess I that's a tough I question. I don't think so. I, I think this might actually just be a Utah thing. I don't know. Like just depending on the venue you work at. Yeah. Like I think actually I probably get more gigs um, because people are like, well. Let's get some diversity. Colin Jay, Colin Abby. <laughs> are they are is there any like difference between how nice crowds are like with laughing whether you're a girl or a guy? Cuz I, I know, know I know I've a lot of girls and people who are like girls just aren't funny. I'm never going to laugh at their girl jokes and girl comedians suck and Chelsea Handler not and all kinds of mean stuff and like I and I mean admittedly I there are like not that many girls that I find like super funny, but maybe it's because there's not many that many girls on the scene like trying to be yeah. funny for me to pick from. You I know al- what I mean? I also hate women, so I get <laughs> you're like I hate all the girls. Um, no, I don't. Well, I mean, obviously you can't like. There's no control. Like I've never been a f- male comedian and done what I do. Yeah. But uh, I know when I when I did when I did comedy on BYU campus, people would come up after and be like oh my gosh you're so funny you're funny like a guy (laughs) just super sexist and awful but i think there's that perception like people are like oh women are funny this certain way but i'm not gonna laugh at them they're like here's a story about my silly life and i'm just a silly girl (laughs) and like uh because i was telling actual jokes i don't know like if it's just yeah i don't know maybe because most girls when they tell jokes like at least in a normal setting, most of the time people laugh at girls. And I've noticed this since we started talking about, like, comedy. Most times people laugh at girls because they sound dumb or because they're doing something <laughs> dumb or they're like, I did this silly, stupid thing. And everyone's like, ha ha, you're so funny that you admitted that. And, like, that's the extent of, like, girls that are funny to other people. <laughs> and, like, they think if you tell a joke, you're like, stop. Why are you trying to tell a joke? You know, it's a thing. <laughs> people are mean. To girls. They sure are. Hmm. I'm on your website now, and you have <laughs> not a, you sell great merchandise. So, <laughs> I don't. Uh, so uh, do you so still sell the buttons? Okay, so here's the deal. Okay. With the merchandise, this website was made for me, 
because my sister needed to do a project for a programming site. Okay. One of the assignments was you need to have like a merchandise page. Okay. So it's through a third party. And what she did was just like made up graphics and use some of my jokes. And then like oh, you so upload a template and they like put it on crap. So, so I can't get a you man can, can you being order broken it? in you an can buy it. Yeah, but oh. it's like, I'm pretty sure it's like, heck and not worth it. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. It might be, though. <laughs> like, like uh, I think I've, I've sold two s- cell phone cases. One to someone in, in Canada who I'm sure has never <laughs> seen me. Just they like just like, random person. they just hate babies. And they're like, skin grafts from babies. <laughs> All right purchased this and then my sister purchased one she's insane i'm buying a button guaranteed (laughs) i like buttons (laughs) it's uh looks like it's a uh, it's a picture of an egg being broken and a Um, human being coming out of it yeah i drew that it's pretty good i drew that pretty good artist it's uh eye-catching to say the least (laughs) you guys they have a i'm gonna get a toddler premium t-shirt what's your implied symbolism (laughs) with that a picture i think it says uh people come from eggs okay yeah that's on the maybe shirt. you should be a vegan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which isn't actually a joke i just it <laughs> we'll are just you a vegan nope vegetarian nope okay carnivore yep i like it carnivore so T- tell me about byu going to college because you're a funny girl you seem very smart and there are a lot of smart people at byu but can you get in trouble for being funny at BYU? Because um, you can get in trouble on this campus these days for being funny. By being funny, do you mean like inappropriate? Inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, you can definitely get in trouble at BYU for most things. Actually, <laughs> um, BYU has a ridiculously strict um, honor code. Yeah, and it's not just it's like uh, the student union association. Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Something associated. It's like the kids that po- police the other kids. Oh. Mm. You know. <laughs> I like that because it's an honor code. Yeah. That's but why. But not your honor. Right. Just whoever finds exactly. you doing something bad. <laughs> My it's their honor. Yeah. No, that's actually literally. That's how it how works. It works. For really real. For real. And yeah. they call it your, like the honor code though. The Still, honor like, code. On your honor. On your honor, except for if somebody catches you. If someone you sees you in that tank top, in the two-piece, in the hot tub, then something. Yeah. So. It's crazy. Yeah, my husband always, <laughs> he always, like, points that out. He's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, but anyways, so, like, the rules at uh, BYU. I was told I couldn't say crap. <sighs> the what? word crap. Yeah. I know you can't even make. What? You can't make references. Like, you can't say lesbian. Why? Can you say woman loving another woman? (laughs) I don't know. I just know they have really weird, and it's kind of up to the person in charge at the moment. Like, they can pull you off stage and, like, just just because they feel it's inappropriate. But, like, the thing is, the student, it's like but there's so many people that are like, well, I'm offended by this. I'm telling the honor code office that they have to be really careful and just be like, could anybody be offended by this? Because they don't want the club to get shut down by the student what? association. And They have uh, a comic club there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was doing my journalism school here, they had a gay law in silent auction. And 
a group from BYU came. I guess they have like a gay club, right? Uh, and they were all in this club, but they've never had sex with another man, like if they were gay. And so in my head, it's like, well, are you really gay if you haven't performed a gay act? And so they have. But a they performed a gay they, act in uh, their heart. So they have a <laughs> lot of. <laughs> they have weird rules at BYU. I don't understand it. But well, are you are you gay? No. Are you gay? Are you are you straight? Are you? Uh, um, I am straight, but I can't get women so i like yeah. asexual so when you were a teenager before you had sex were you like mm, i'm asexual no i i i lost my virginity pretty young though <laughs> <laughs> i was putting up numbers at a young age that a boy sasha yeah. Woo. i've offended her i apologize i apologize <laughs> listen no it, it was just yeah, she's checking her time. <laughs> she's like, oh, no, I was just, it, it was a, the reason why I was covering the LGBT beat was because I had a journalism professor that said, if you can't cover the LGBTQ community objectively, you have no right to be a journalist, right? Mm-hmm. And so she really put a lot of emphasis on us um, studying that group. You know, I went to the Utah AIDS Foundation. I talked with Equality Utah. And so while I was covering this gay law and silent auction they were up there and it and i talked to the kid and i forget his name now but he was the head of their group and he's pretty you know he's been on news all over this town and it was just a fascinating conversation with him it's like well how can you identify yourself as a gay man when you're not allowed to be gay at byu and he talked to me about it and it was i'm very confused about it maybe i'll have to get him back in but (laughs) (sighs) oh my gosh you seem stunned (laughs) <laughs> no, I just, uh, I just, uh, so I'm gay and, uh, in a mixed orientation marriage, but I've been talking about it for like, seriously, like three days straight and I'm kind of like exhausted. I had no idea. Topic. So I'm like, I don't know if I should say anything. <laughs> well, we can move on. We, no, we can move on. I, I, uh, I had no idea. So I'll give you some links. I d- actually did an interview, a comedy interview with Paul Duane and, uh, we just went off and talked about it like the whole time, which is fine. Well, but like it's just like, it. it's exhausting. We'll be like anyone who wanted to hear what was about to happen. I've we're linking it for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's everything. I can't. I've I haven't been serious for that long, straight for like years, and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> You're like, I didn't even joke once. <laughs> it was like hours, man. It, it gets to be a somber topic. Yeah. When. Uh, it shouldn't be, but, like, especially going to BYU and, like, stuff like that. Yeah. It's so weird. So we have the – it's a good segue here. We have the LGBT Resource Center coming in next week, and we have Kai Medina Martinez coming in, and they are the director there, and they're going to be talking to us about gender-neutral pronouns. Uh, Gay Pride's obviously coming on. They're going to talk about that at the University of Utah. They've kind of uh, – we have a large transgender – based uh, Mm. student and faculty members here. And so we have a big bathroom dilemma on campus. Where can the transgender people go to the restroom and be safe? It's going to be a good one. And so those are conversations we'll be having next week for our audience. But I I certainly uh, didn't mean to call you out. I didn't know. You're you're totally fine. I'm just like, uh, we're like, we got you here, and now we're going to ask Well, I'm like, if I bring it up, do I have to, like, 
say words more. You like how many no, and, and see, my brain is so myopic, especially about BYU. The only thing I know is that they have a football team and that they have this gay club that's not really allowed to identify themselves as LGBT. So that's why I brought it up. And I, I, I knew that you were a student there. I guess being Mormon or living celibately, you kind of know, like, sexuality has very little to do with sex and life yeah like we're we're still sexual beings when we're not having sex and i guess that would be my answer to you like yes like if you're gay you you kind of know like you're like you kind of you, you know i get i mean i guess there are people out there that are actually asexual and they don't feel they identify with that and that's fine too but i'm i just mean like you don't it doesn't have to be about sex when you're attracted to someone does that make sense sure yeah when we do our selfie after the show like we always do with all our guests we'll like make it the other way so everyone knows what we're talking about <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh people are sending me messages that i'm a weirdo well thank you i appreciate it thank you i appreciate it so does comedy being on stage how does that help your um your intellect, your your overall humanism, because I I because you get you get an ability to really be creative to express yourself. Most people don't have that. You're looking at me. Well, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, uh, no, I'm, I need the clarification because okay. you're like intellect. Because it's a dumb question. Your yes. humanism, and I was like, so <laughs> being a comedian or being in entertainment, you get to express yourself like most human beings don't. How does that help you? How does that, how have you evolved as a person from having this freedom to be creative? Um, I think it's always been like a part of just who I am, like being able to express myself in that way, because it's a very powerful medium of communication. Um, it's also like kind of a coping skill, like f from a young age. Coping skill? Uh, yeah. Like uh, being able to make fun of stuff, laughing at yourself. It's a healthy, like, have you never heard of that? Yeah. No, of, of course I have. <laughs> no, it, I've just, I've never, never I've never heard, heard a coping mechanism attached to comedy. The, and it, so w the reason why I say, yeah. said it is because it, it's an interesting concept. You should meet some more comedians because they're all like suicidal. Yes. <laughs> that's why we have them in all I, the time. I, I think that's where <laughs> comedy came from is people were just like so depressed. They were like, all right, we have to do something about this. It's like, I gotta laugh at I'm something. Not, I'm not gonna take it seriously anymore. I'm just gonna pretend like this isn't a thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I, I think that's, uh, if you look at the subject matter of a lot of jokes, they're commonly rooted or like the subject matter is commonly something that was uh, uncomfortable or um, traumatic even for, for the comedian. Uh, and it's definitely. You know, like people making jokes about like super messed up things. Sometimes they're just jerks, but uh, but I think it's because we're uncomfortable with that. We don't know how to deal with it, you know. And so it it helps you. It's a form of therapy, then. Sure. Hmm. Sure. I'm addicted now. I don't know. <laughs> You're like I can't stop it. I do. I do. It is like um, it's my favorite thing, literally my favorite thing in the world. Did you ever do... And I have a baby, so... You're like, listen, baby, you're not <laughs> old enough to know this yet. I'm going to say it while I can. Is that... How old is your child? He's two. Okay. So is I imagine it's tough for you to travel, then, if you wanted to go outside of Salt Lake. 
Um, for long periods of time, yes. But my husband's super cool, so I can do like a week here and there. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> um. Do you ever like not have jokes? I when okay when we talked like I I'm obviously not a comedian and couldn't be a comedian and don't could never. I just that's not it's never. <laughs> but like. I think about the stress. I like when I talk to comedians. The first thing I think is like, "Whoa, how do you think of enough jokes?" Slash, what happens when you run out? Slash, that's a long time when you're like up for a half an hour, and mm. you're like, "I'm gonna make you laugh this whole time," <laughs> and I'd be like, "I just can't anymore. I'm out. I'm done." Well, do you ever uh, like stress before a show and be like, "I don't have any jokes"? Well, well, no. I, I I don't I don't agree to do shows I don't have <laughs> enough jokes for. You write jokes and then you're constantly like honing them and writing new jokes and like working on it. Usually with the goal of you know, getting enough time to do like a full hour. Um and so you kind of just work your way up and refine and hone and Where are you at? Where are you at? Are you in the 30 minute 45 minutes? Where can you go on that? I'm I'm in between 30 and 45 depending on how strong you want the set to be mm -hmm. i would say yeah that's a lot of time H mm. how much time do you spend writing during the day or week it depends on the day or week i i was doing like an hour a day that's what i'd like to do um but don't do Until that baby stuff <laughs> now it's just kind of like i come up with uh, i try to really hard i like sit down right before open mic and then just vomit stuff out and it's been working out great. <laughs> You're tremendously successful. Do you have a... <laughs> She's like, dumb. Don't patronize me. <laughs> tremendously. Uh, you're right. I'm, I'm kind of a big deal. You so are. You're welcome. You're a rising star. <laughs> Who are your favorite other like local comedians? Uh, Christian Piper, Marty, uh, Jackson, Obbs. We just signed Marty Archibald for our show. He's going to become our newsman. Thursday Shut night. We're going to put him hour. right over there on that mic, and we're going to have the stiffest <laughs> newsman you could ever meet. Funny little so segment. Awesome. <laughs> it's going to be great. And he's got so a big funny. crush on Becca, too. He does not. So, yeah, you girl. always say that. <laughs> well, I've got a big crush on him. Ooh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, then, what's the good. next question? <laughs> no, let's go back to that one. <laughs> how do we how do we move on from this? <laughs> so we have to go to break here in a second. Do you have any upcoming shows you'd like to plug? Plug your Twitter, your Facebook, all that good stuff. Your uh, website? Oh yeah, <laughs> I have a it. website. It's um, abbyharrisoncomedy.com. Thank you. Yes. My Twitter is at Abigail Harriso. Just a no at the end. <laughs> no end. <laughs> And then I'm doing a show June 19th at the Comedy Grill, 7 p.m. up in Ogden. It's a Thursday night. It's a Thursday night, and uh, it's a really great lineup. There's Jay Whitaker, Guy Seidel, uh, Christopher S Stevenson, and Jose Basio. Really nice. hope that's how you say his name. Yeah, that's, that's a cool name. <laughs> it's a pretty sweet name. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Paul Dwayne's hosting it, so it'll be a great show. $10 we need to go to that ticket. one too. Yeah. 
You should. We need to start doing comedy Thursday and cut the show early and peace out and go to the <laughs> Sounds good to me. I'm down. <laughs> I like laughing sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to break here. We'll play some commercials and we'll be back in a minute. We sure will. Thanks for listening, guys. I've got one. I've got one. Yeah, I've got one. My one reason for donating plasma to make sure that patients like my son have long, healthy lives. My reason? To help my family. It's something I can do to show I care about my community. There are millions of reasons to donate plasma. You only need one. Donate today by visiting Biomat, Plasma Care, or Talacris Plasma Resources, one of our Griffles companies. New donors can earn up to $360 this month, 630 West North Temple and 38 East 800 South, Salt Lake City. Thursday, June 5th at the Infinity Event Center in Salt Lake City. YG presents the My Crazy Life Tour. Featuring Utah's own Ziga and Bentley. KU Radio wants to hook you up with two tickets to the concert. Just listen in on Wednesday, June 4th at noon for your chance to win from KU Internet Radio. Welcome back to All Ute Radio with Rebecca and Sasha and Debbie Harrison. She took hey. time off the chair. I just <laughs> broke the chair. She just straight. She's I'm like 500 pounds. If you guys don't know what she looks like, breaks chairs. Got it. Hides the pieces. I'm also super handy, so I just fixed she it. She also can fix chairs, so surprise. <laughs> it's worth it every time. <laughs> so I want to see you in television. I uh, did a... Wait, what do you mean? I want you to be in a sitcom or something like that. Kay. I think you have tremendous... Potential to be on sitcom. Okay, you talk to your people. Yes, my uh, people. Make that happen. I'll do it uh, for you as a favor. Just a favor. Okay. A favor for you. I appreciate it. Uh, I did. I did uh, Park City TV with uh, Terry Burden, mm-hmm. and it was super fun. But like, I don't think I would be great. I TV. had a job <laughs> offer up there to work with them like two years ago, and I never responded because I was... You should have. He's so fun. I know. I was so busy working on a documentary that... And it's a long drive for me, too. And I have an 11-year-old boy who lives like in Lehigh. So like trying to go from Park City to Lehigh in a reasonable amount of time yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. So that makes sense. But you enjoyed Park City TV. Like yeah. It, it was super fun. It seems like they... We had a great time. It seems like they got a good product up there, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't watch. I just no. <laughs> I just mean. Does Park yeah. City TV? The, based only on the one time I went to it. Do you get uncomfortable with the camera in front of you? or? No, but maybe like a little. Maybe I should be more uncomfortable because I feel like I have maybe like really low standards. Like I'm just like, yeah, whatever. This doesn't matter. Maybe I should try harder. There's some. There's a charm there, though, with that, I think. Well, well. <laughs> I'm really glad you think so. And uh, I will definitely be in your sitcom. Okay. And <laughs> I see the problem is I'm, I'm a professional videographer. Uh, I'm very good with the camera. I'm good with composition and lighting. Mm-hmm. But I, and I'm a good writer, but not in, a, not in a fictional way. Like, I can't, I don't enjoy it. Ooh. Yeah. But I do have a question. We are making a five-minute movie here, and I got Steve Solberg in it, Patrick Ramirez, Andy Gold. We might still have Chris Hollyfield. Uh, and you need some boobs, is what you're saying. 
I see where this is going. You're like, give me the boobs. <laughs> Becca's going to be in it, too. I've got boobs. She's got <laughs> boobs. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd love to have you in it. I don't know what we'll sure. have you. Basically, it's going to be Steve, because Steve Solberg's an ex-marathon distance runner, Ragnar guy. Yeah. Patrick Ramirez, ex-professional bike racer. We could, so, what? Yeah, right? Spandex and the whole nine. I know, me, too. He's professional, what? paid, touring bike guy. What? Yeah. How, why have yeah. I never heard of this? So we've probably had him on five times on our show in the last year. We love him. We love him and Steve. We have him in awesome. once a month. And so he, he gets nitty and gritty about his love for bike riding and the acceptance of overweight 40-year-old men being able to wear spandex on their bikes. So we have debates about this because we have different, we have different opinions on that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we but could like be in the movie and like wear like heinous, old school, awful cheerleader outfits and then like six sweatsuit ones. So we and have then just run along with them and cheer them on. We have several of like the lipstick all around. We have several of the Utah cheerleaders <laughs> coming in. So we do. Yeah. So for the movie. So oh. we would have to come up. Crap. Maybe you can heckle the cheerleaders or chase them or be prettier than them. We could make them okay. in clown makeup or something. You write me in and then I'll let you know if I want to be in it. You're like, <laughs> let, me, let me know what the part is, actually. But yeah, so, so the movie is based on those two racing each other. Okay. And Marty's trying to fit his way into Wait. the race, too. Because so. <laughs> he called them both out and said... I'm a better athlete. I have more stamina than both of those guys, and I'll destroy him. Yeah, straight have up. you seen? All he eats is like granola bars. <laughs> his the back of his like car looks like a perpetually dieting woman. Like it's just like well, it looks like it's owned by a perpetually dieting woman. There's just like a bunch of almonds and like fitness bars and like all this. <laughs> yeah, we, we got bottles of water everywhere. We met up on Monday to start running ideas about, you know, the news segment we're going to be doing. We met at a Whole Foods, his choice, his call. <laughs> 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 and so he's wearing like an extra sh- uh, a medium shirt, you know, to show off his his growing biceps. And he's got his little pen and piece of paper where he's writing jokes. And it's like, this is so cute. <laughs> 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 he's always like. Dang it! I ate another pint of ice cream and a whole thing of goldfish. Oh, dang it! Goldfish. I yeah. love That's goldfish. Thing. Uh. Goldfish and Pringles will ruin you quickly. Like you can't eat a proportional healthy amount of. I don't even like Pringles, but goldfish. Because you can handful goldfish. Yeah. We you can't like handful Pringles because they're they're sharp and they'll hurt. Like, you know, when you bite into them, they get your gums. So if you try to put more than one in, you can really only get three, maybe. But goldfish, you can, like, hand them in. I love goldfish. Fav- flavor blasted. Oh, yeah. They're like an extra cheese powder. <laughs> it's sick and disgusting. It's so good. I thought you meant sick. Like, sick. It, no, it's, like, awful. And but, so but tasty. Like it. It's like you know it's bad for you, but you can't stop doing it. Yeah, like drugs. Like drugs. Like drugs. <laughs> it's like drugs. I stay away from the hard drugs, though. Just goldfish. Just goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> so when are we going to start seeing you headline? I don't know. Do you want to? I air quote headlined movie grill a while back. Who? So I did like 30 minutes. Okay. 
too. How was it? That was great. It's good. I like it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing, to be honest. Like, I don't know. I just, like, work hard and do it as much as I can. And then people are like, you should do this. Do you and have then... a favorite that you, like, look up? Like a comic that, like, you, I mean, obviously not copy. You've got your own thing. But, like, that you really enjoy and, like, look to for guidance. Inspiration. <laughs> spirit animal. A spirit. <laughs> do you have a spirit comedian? No. That guides you through life. I should life? probably watch more comedy. I just don't know what, like, like, you know, like, you taught about, like, what to do in a job interview, right? You, like, know how to search for jobs with, like, comedy. Like, I don't... How do you know? How do... What do you do? I'm just, like, uh, yeah, eventually I'll headline, I guess, when I'm good enough and somebody's, like, uh, you should headline this. You know what I mean? Like... You're, like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. There's not, like, a direct Thanks. way to make it happen, I guess. Send I in an application. Know. You're, like, here's well, my and resume. And you don't want to be, like, present, be like I'm in a hella now. And then you <laughs> suck, and it's, like, awful. And they're, like, you're never coming back ever. You just want them to ask you, and then you're, then like, you can it suck. was your poor judgment. Yeah. I'm getting paid no matter what. Do you memorize your whole routine, or do you use bullet points? or Because I have a really bad memory. And... I couldn't imagine trying to remember an hour conversation that or a presentation that I'm giving. Well, it's like in portions. Like, so you write a joke. Well, this is how I do it. I write one joke and then, like, test it out and, like, fit it in and all that. So then I would have, like, a bullet point list. But, like, yeah, pretty much I know the exact... Like, my, my comedy, like, kind of depends on words. Like, I do weird play a little. Mm-hmm. So I th- I think it is like pretty close to word for word, but like in portions, if that makes sense, like it joke by joke. It does make sense. Packets of information. So do you like living in Salt Lake? I know you came from what Indiana. Is that where you came from? Yes, um, I came from Indiana. I guess I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, well, it's good. So. We're going to wrap up here. Let's plug you again. Where are you on Twitter, on Facebook? Do you want fans to interact with you and all that good stuff? Yes. You should be my friend. Abby Harrison. I have like a Facebook page, but it's basically my Twitter. Mm -hmm. But like if you're too old for Twitter, which I am. So basically just everything sucks. Uh, I follow you on Twitter. I don't twit much, though. No. I don't twit. I need I'm to not a do twatter. that more. So yes, basically, basically it's just shows. Like, I, I, at in the beginning, if you like look at my early tweets, mm-hmm. my his, yeah. historical tweets, uh, I started out doing funny stuff a little, and then I was just like, well, I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just retweet crap now. You're like, not if you want to laugh at me, crap, you have like, to come watch now. <laughs> I'm just like, here's this show. Whatever. Twitter's tough. Like, a lot of people really enjoy Twitter. I don't, I work in broadcast media, so I can get in trouble and fired for anything I say that's rude or flagrant or. Yeah. Social yeah. media, like, people are the worst. 
People are <laughs> the worst. <laughs> I think people are the worst. And I, I think you can see how the worst they are through social media. It's like people say to crap to you. And I'm like, if I were standing there in person, like, you wouldn't dare. Are they so mean? Like, well... No, it's just like I'm so much more persuasive in person. And I'm like, what's the point? I'm like, I'm not as charming over the internet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You gotta look at my eyes to feel it. (laughs) And then you give them, like, Uh look. I was, that got jumbled in my head. I thought you were talking about feeling your eyes. And I was like, yeah, feel them. (laughs) Sounds painful. Uh Um, we were just talking about that yeah. earlier today, which is funny because I was talking about eye drops. Oh, yeah. We had a great conversation about makeup. Can you makeup. do eye drops very well? <laughs> How do you feel about makeup? I do makeup. Not often, but... Um, do you feel like it's weird? I don't have the need for eye drops. One thing that's cool that you can do... What? Close oh my. the water bottle and opening. And then just tilt it back and, and then don't drink out of it again if you have pink eye. Don't drink out of it if you have pink eye. But yeah, you just like open your eye in there that's and it's the best not like way to flush your eye out yeah that's like something that should be on one of those buzzfeed articles like life hacks for yeah. you who are scared of eye drops i'm gonna do that every do night it. we just got an education here <laughs> i drop every night what is that no is i have really bad allergies right now oh like okay. horrendous just don't don't reuse the water yeah. um get a new bottle a new bottle <laughs> don't put anything weird in it just <laughs> no water stuff. room temperature <laughs> I think I could do it. I got it. I'm pretty sure I did that in high school, like oh, being like a weirdo. And then I was like, that's actually kind of helpful. <laughs> You're like, wait a second. It's like probably this. a thing. Like, you should look it up on the internet. People Yet. probably do it. All my good ideas have all, all been taken. <laughs> <laughs> so, next week on OU Radio on Tuesday, we have Joey Diaz. I'm not sure if he's in studio or through the telephone we're still figuring that out thursday we have the lgbt resource center in and then we got a bunch of things lined up for the following weeks we got a guy that climbed everest six times we have a guy that's a treasure hunter for national geographic coming in so we got a bunch of fun stuff coming in we appreciate all of you and you can always find our backed uh, catalogs at uh, kuradio.org why would i say catalogs you can find our past episodes <laughs> at KU Radio. We got catalogs going. Yeah. Hit them up. Oh, it's been a long week. I Hasn't sure it? appreciate you uh, coming and doing our show. I will improve on my homelessness for you. I laughed the most with you in studio than with any of the other comedians. Shop, girl. Uh-huh. Tell her. It's girl power. I've giggled. It's because you're cause <laughs> you I'm it. sexist and you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I like you better. I like you better, too. I like it too. We're winking. (laughs) More winking. We winked at the same time though. That was special. (laughs) It was good. I like it. Shared a moment. I like it. So you have no dates coming up, right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's a mirror. I came right home. (laughs) It's Uh, hard out there. Yeah, the June 19th. Thursday, June 19th. Boom. How did you remember that? I don't know. I just. Did. <laughs> I wrote it in my diary already. Your <laughs> diary, June 19th, is going to be so funny. Uh, yeah. I'm going to Ventura. That's, where, that's where I'm from. Shut Word Can up. Can I stay with your parents? I don't want to buy a whole hotel. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> buy a hotel. <laughs> You're going to buy the whole hotel. You can camp on the beach. Oh. 
could do that. It sounds funner than it probably is, I feel like. It's like 70 degrees all the time. If I bring bros, something about going out of town and sleeping outdoors, I'm like... <laughs> yeah, like, I'm is, already going to look Is it already the Ventura Comedy Festival? What? Is it already the Ventura Comedy Festival? Yes. Wait, what is it called? I think it's that. You're yeah. really going to like Ventura. It's I so beautiful. It's yeah. No, I'm super excited. How long are you going to be there? I don't know. I think... If I'm trying to get, like, the bros, Marty and Christian, to go with me so it can be, like, a party, and then we can uh, go to... Wasn't there a word for your guys' carpool? Cool pool. Cool or something? Pool. The cool yeah. pool. Cool pool. <laughs> How'd I remember that, huh? Because it's awesome. Yeah. How could you forget that? <laughs> hmm. Oh, gee. I have so many friends and stuff out there. I might have to send you an email. Oh, we got to go. Our recording's Yeah, our recording's <laughs> right going to shut off, and we're going to lose everything. <laughs> So let's play a song and we're out of here. We really appreciate you. Yeah, Enjoy Ventura. Me. You'll love it. You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Just because I walk as if I have oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like suns and like moons, with the certainty of tides, just like hope springing high, still I rise. Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries? Does my sassiness upset you? <laughs> Don't take it so hard just because I laugh. As if I have gold mines digging in my own backyard. You can shoot me with your words. You can cut me with your lies. You can kill me with your hatefulness. But just like life, I rise. Does my sexiness offend you? Oh. Does it come as a surprise that I dance? As if I have diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past rooted in pain, I rise. A black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak miraculously clear, I rise bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the hope and the dream of the slave. And so, naturally, there I go rising.